hey, it's Kay here, and welcome to Kay's Corner, where we have our segment of Talk About It Tuesdays. This week on Tuesday, we'll be coming from the title of It's Not About Me. Um, so, really, I just want to get into it. Lately, as you may have seen, may or may not have seen um, on the news and just everywhere, really, if you look around, it seems almost as if we are making a lot of things, you know, about ourselves, um, you know, relationships, you know, oh, you know, I want this, I want that, or, you know, all these other different things, but really when we think about it, even in the past uh, month, what we've been talking about, especially last week in Friends, it's not necessarily about us, you know, but it's about what God's will is for us ultimately and so last night um christian and i we were doing the midnight cry with the title of we are one and i just thought it was so um important to bring in the notes and uh some a few points that we talked about last night because i feel like it really coincides with learning and understanding um a really great point in being a friend is learning that it's not about us you know it's not about me it's not about you but it's about okay what is the bigger picture what is the grander scheme of things and so okay so from last night it says we are one the first point i made was unity um so unity i have the definition to unite and so to unite is to come or bring together for a common purpose or action and a few similarities are to unify to join to link connect or to combine um and so what i love about that is we are one one again showing coming together two coming together two or more coming together um and so to unite says coming together for a common purpose or action or we can even throw in you know the word goal there so okay the theme is friendships what does this mean and what does this look like in friendships so in friendships what it means is it's not about me for me, um, as we talked about last week, for me, I can't, you know, go to Christian, because you guys know her, I can't go to Christian and say, you know, I want to do this, or I want to do that, or I can't say, I'm looking for this, or I'm looking for that, um, just because in unity and coming together, it's two people that have to agree, you know, on a common purpose action or goal so it's not I can't just take in you know what is it that Kalia wants but in our friendship I have to take in okay what is it that Kalia wants and Christian wants and sometimes if we want to push it even further it's not about what either of us wants but it's about what is Christian and Kalia need you know together coming together and connection what is it that we need to help bring forth that purpose action or goal
And so I'm going to be coming from Ephesians chapter 4, where it reads, um, the title is Walk in Unity. And so this is Paul talking. And so Paul says, I, as a prisoner of the Lord, I'm urging you, I'm asking you to walk worthy of the calling which you were called with all lowliness or humbleness and gentleness with long suffering, bearing with one another in love, endeavoring or really doing your best, putting your best foot forward, sacrificing, doing whatever it takes to keep the unity of the spirit or to keep the spirit of unity so that you can continue to have that bond there's that word bond again bond of peace and so of course this is talking about you know the body of christ it says there's one body one spirit just as you were called and hope of your calling one lord one faith one baptism one god and father of all who is above all and through all and in all i'm going back to a few weeks ago a lot of this can be compared to 1 Corinthians 13, talking about love, how you show yourself, um, well, how you show yourself to the point of where you're really not showing yourself, but you're reflecting and showing Christ. And so it's really important. I love in verse 1 um, of Ephesians 4, it, you know, Paul is saying, well, first let's identify this. Paul is saying he's a prisoner. Paul talks about being a prisoner a lot. He wasn't actually a prisoner. But when he says, I'm a prisoner, he is saying, you know, I am bound, I'm chained, I'm not letting go of, I refuse to let go of, you know, my master who is Jesus Christ. And so the word prisoner is just used to show how dedicated he is to doing what God has called him to do and what Jesus commands us to do. Um, and so how I want to look at it, even in the term prisoner, um, you can look at it in this term, or as I said, what Jesus commands us to do, you can look at it in terms of a soldier. A soldier who endures, a soldier, you know, who is doing what their commander tells them to do for the sake of not themselves, but for the sake of the whole army, you know, their whole ranking, their whole unit. Um, even in that, you see the word unit is in it, you, you know, unity comes from that. And so when you look at the prisoner, or when you look at the soldier, you don't see, you know, it's not about, just say there's a John, it's not about John, Jimmy, you know, Christina, or, you know, Bob, or Rachel, it's not about one single person, but it's about the unit as a whole. When they come together, that is when the power and the force comes. You know, you can't have an army of one person. I mean, you can have an army of one person. You have to have, you know, Holy Spirit and the angels fighting with you. But naturally speaking, you can't do it all by yourself. You can't, you know, fight all by yourself. You need to make sure that you have others there to support you. And so that's the same thing 
and coming together. It's not about John. It's not about, you know, Susan. It's not about Christina. It's about all of us together. Same way in friendships, um, you know, just use two people in general. You know, Christian and I, it's not about necessarily, you know, you know, what what do I want to do? Okay, so, you know, maybe we'll do something I want to do. Maybe we'll do something she wants to do. But more specifically, we have to come to that agreement. And it's not always about me. It's not always about her. But we come together for the sake of our friendship to, you know, do what's best for our friendship. And that is different, you know, for different friendships. But in that, it's important that when you see... And and this works it it works with friendship, but it works even more with um marriage, which is why it says, you know, to have your husband or wife, you know, to be as a best friend to you. But in that, um it's talking about reflection. So when you see one, you know, you see the other. Sometimes, you know, in church some of the members would be like, oh, you know, well, you know, if Kalia's there, you know, Christian's not far off. Or if Christian's there, you know that, you know, Kalia's not far off because it's like, you know, if one's there, then the other is there. You don't spot the difference necessarily. Now, yes, we are our own individual people. Obviously, you know, we're not identical twins or anything like that. But oneness of spirit, as it says in Ephesians for it says one spirit um or the spirit of oneness coming together and so how is this done how do you reflect you know a friend how do you come together to become more one for the sake of unity and not allowing it to be about you or the other but allowing it to ultimately be about christ so it Paul tells us, it says, walk in lowliness. Lowliness means becoming humble. And it also says, and gentleness. So it says, with long suffering. Long suffering means, okay, you know, the, you know, the, the first few days of the friendship, it may not be, you know, all peaches and roses. It may not be that, you know, 10 years down the line. But what it's saying is, is you continue to, even if it isn't, even if everything isn't planned out nicely, you still continue to show love. You still continue to show grace. You t- still continue to show mercy, even if that person isn't in their best state of mind, you know, at the moment. You pray for them. You intercede for them. You may even fast for them. Whatever God tells you to do, you do it. It's you know you don't give up quickly. We talked about that last week. It's not something you just say, oh well, you know I give up. I don't want to do this anymore. That's not how friendship works. That's not how relationship works. That's not how anything works. If anything is worth doing or you know fighting for, it is friendship and relationship. You know. You want to make sure that you don't give up quickly because if you do, then it doesn't have that good of a foundation. If you're always giving up and giving up and giving up, then how are you even, how will you ever get further, you know, in life or in the things that God has called you to do? 
what we have to know and understand each and everything in our life, as I said before, correlates with each other. It all is coming together in intersectionality. All the different aspects of our life life come together and meet at one point, and they all intertwine with each other. So me having a friendship is me having a good godly based friendship is good preparation for me for when I will be married and learning you know how taking what I've learned from this and me you know when I will be married taking that and learning on how to be a mother to my children and taking that you know into ministry everything you know it relates to one another and God made it that way and he gave us the perfect blueprint and plan for that which is the Bible. And so, again, um, talking about, you know, it's not, it's not about me. It's not about us. It's about Christ. Um, and we have to learn, I believe it was stated, you know, the greatest leader or the greatest, you know, person who is in charge is only as great as they serve. Um, so if you if you aren't serving in the sense of putting others before you, but you're always putting yourself first, that's an issue. It'll be hard for you to have any type of relationship of any kind if you're always constantly putting yourself first and not allowing yourself to be humbled, not allowing other people, you know, to, you know, get a safe first or you know, asking other people, what is it that you want to do today? You know, giving them the advantage sometimes, you know, is okay. You aren't taking advantage of if someone, um, you know, if someone gives their opinion and you listen to it, that's okay. You can listen to other people. Other people have great ideas too. And it's okay to remember that. And I'm, you know, speaking to myself too, because, you know, for me, you know, I would think, yeah, you know, I know it all, so I really don't need help. But, you know, learning through friendship, learning through ministry, just seeing in life, everyday life, like, God really is good. He's really a keeper, and he has designed it as we see um, in Genesis. It says it's not good for, you know, people to be alone. He placed people in our lives for us to be able to grow and prosper together to correlate and interrelate with one another and so i'm going to go to um luke chapter 22 really quickly and um i'm just going to read like i said last night when talking about we are one um one of the points that i stated was that uh, Jesus pointed out to Peter about how Satan desired to sift him as wheat. And um, we read in, in the book of John, the reason why he said that was because Jesus was saying how he was, this was the um, at the Last Supper, Jesus was telling the disciples that, you know, he was about to perish and, and die. And, you know, you, if you've read the story, you've read the story. If not, it's a really, you know, good story to read upon it is the basis of the christian faith jesus dying upon the cross um and so yes definitely check it out 
and just reading it um Jesus was letting the disciples know that he was going to you know die and Peter was like oh no no he was like no no and he's like listen he said um you know where where you're gonna go I'm gonna go and Jesus literally before like before he even before Peter even said that he said you can't go where I'm going and so Peter's like oh no you may be talking to the other disciples but you know you're definitely not talking to me because wherever you go I'm gonna go and so Jesus said listen you can't do that and Peter's just like and of course I'm paraphrasing Peter's just like listen you die I die I don't know about the rest of y'all but you know I'm I'm gonna be a ride or die and Jesus is like listen 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 Peter <laughs> he says Simon Simon whenever Jesus said that thing twice he was serious he always was serious but he was like this is you know get get let's let's get it together he said Simon Simon indeed Satan has asked for you that he may sift you as wheat but I have prayed for you that your faith should not fail and when you have returned to me strengthen your brethren and so I just love that um and Jesus even called him out he said Lord I'm ready to go with you both to prison and to death and so Jesus Jesus is just like listen Peter the rooster's gonna crow this day, this same exact day. And before it does that, you're gonna deny me three times. You're gonna deny that you know me three times. And so Peter, he was just shut down right there. But um, you know, isn't that isn't that just like us to be like, yeah, you know, you know, all all the others may do that, but not me. And that's you know, pride. That's pride coming in. Um, the enemy wants us to rely on our own he wants us to rely on our own smarts he wants us to rely on our own ambitions he wants us to rely you know on on being he wants us to be prideful and pride and you know yeah i'm i'm a man of you know strength and and i can do this or you know i'm a woman of you know good looks or i'm you know a woman of smarts and all these things we want he wants us to think that we're okay by ourselves he wants us to think that you know we have an upper hand on the people that's around us but jesus says here listen when you when you think that way this is like what it is satan is sifting you and so to sift means this to put through a sieve so long as to remove lumps or large particles and so what it's talking about is wheat if you've ever seen a bushel of wheat it's kind of got like um it it's not a flower but it kind of looks like a flower so just imagine kind of like a a brownish flowery thing maybe like a lavender version um of, of the flower and it's being how i like to think of it actually is like a um a cheese grater and so you're just you're scraping scraping and scraping and rubbing and scraping and that continues that thick thing keeps going until it's all the way scraped and all the way pounded into a flower a fine powdery substance so how did that you know just imagine cheese being 
gone into a, a, a powder substance, that's a lot of scraping, that's a lot of beating, that's a lot of pressing, that hurts, and that pretty much, um, it says that it removes, that's taking everything out of you, and so that's exactly what the enemy wants to do, he wants to take the saints of God out, he wants to take humans out every day by making them believe that it's all about them and making them believe that they have it all together making them believe that they only need themselves and not anyone else and that's a lie strictly and specifically from the pit of hell and so we have to know and remember again importantly that it's not about us and we have in friendship we have to understand when there's pride and friendship the only way to kill pride is by one of them or both of them becoming humble um because pride is a killer it kills it kills relationships and we can no longer allow pride to reign in our heart pride is when again we think highly very highly of ourselves almost to the point of that we can do no wrong or we feel that we're better than the other and pride is like a spirit of witchcraft um which is a whole nother story maybe we'll talk about it during our faith series in july but we really have to come to the point where we no longer are just relying on our own strength or no longer are just relying on our own thoughts our own you know smarts and all that stuff yes definitely relying on jesus but we have to understand too as this last episode um in the friend series knowing that god places friends god places individuals in our lives to help us to better us to create a nice balance so that we balance each other out He creates community so that we can help each other out. We are one, and we need to look as one. There can't be, you know, one, if we're all in white and one person's in blue, then we're no longer one. We're not a whole. We're not solid. We're not uniform. Uniform means one form, one position. We need to be together, positioned, and not Kalia, not Christian, but us, you know, two, you know, two becoming one. Um, and again, this is, you know, friendship, not marriage. But, you know, the same thing in marriage, two becoming one. And when it says, you know, the two shall become one, we need to understand the purpose behind friendship, the purpose behind relationship that God has given us. God has given us a beautiful gift, and we need to make sure that we are cultivating and cherishing it just as such and so i'm gonna go to john 15 where john 15 reads this is jesus speaking he says i am the true vine and my father is the husbandman he removes every branch in me if it does not bear fruit and so this is what it is saying i'm gonna skip down to verse 5 It says, I am the vine, you are the branches, the one who dwells in me, and I in him. This one bears much fruit, because apart from me, you are not able to do anything. Look at that. It says, 
first it says, you know, that Jesus is the vine and, you know, God is the one who tends to the vine and does the pruning. And then verse 5, it says, again, he's the vine. And it says, we are the branches. That's a tree. We're all connected. It doesn't say, you know, a branch. It says branches. He's the vine. We are the branches. We're connected to him. The one who dwells in him and he in us. So it says, this is the one that has a lot of fruit. Because apart, look at this, if you're apart, if you're separated, if you're by yourself, if it's just about you, you're not going to be able to do anything. And so it says, unless someone would dwell in me, if you aren't dwelling in Jesus, if you aren't connected, it says they will be cast out, cast outside like the branch and it will wither. And they gather and cast it into the fire, and it is burned, because it has no more use. Once the branch is disconnected from the vine, it dies. That's why we have to continue to remain as one. We have to continue to remain as a unit, in unity, continuing to be humble, continuing to be, um, you know, lowly, continuing to have gentleness, continuing to have long-suffering, bearing with one another in love so that we can keep that spirit of unity, so that we can keep that bond of peace. And we just have to, we have to see it, how if we're not together, if one of us are, if we're dismembered, if we're dismembered, then it burns, you know, it, it burns to the ground. United we stand, divided we fall. If it's just about me, then how can it be about you if it's just about me? So we're divided. Division, there's two visions. It can't be two visions, there has to be one. There has to be unity, there has to be one. And so, I'm just going to close off with this. In verse 13 it says, No one has greater love than this. Than someone that would lay down their life on behalf of their friend. And so we have to see that. And yes, talking about Jesus and how he laid down his life, the perfect example, but also in us. Not necessarily laying down our life as in dying. It it, you know, with the times that are coming, it may end in that, but essentially laying down your life how do you lay down your life for a friend laying down your life for a friend in these times means okay sometimes you know we it it um how do i explain it if your friend wants to do something you know let let your friend do what they want to do you know so long as it's reasonable um let's just say you know we're deciding on something to eat you know you want mcdonald's i want burger king Oh, uh, you know, you want McDonald's, we can get McDonald's today. But, you know, maybe another time we can get Burger King, you know, when it's my turn. But laying down my life means my life is not my own. Meaning remembering, again, to unite, we're coming together for a common purpose, action, or goal. It's not just my vision, but it's our vision coming together. Asking your friends, okay, what is it that God is showing you about the same situation that I'm in, that, you know, we're both in, 
coming together and you know bringing your separate vision together so that you can see the the unity of it so that you can see what is God saying in this and truly allowing yourselves to be used by him um, for the greater purpose and for the greater good we need to remember you know it's it's not about us it's about each other but ultimately you know it's about the father and Jesus so I thank you guys for listening to our first month of um, podcast on talk about a Tuesday at Case Corner it's really been a pleasure and um talking about friendships has really been great and really been um healing for me even in you know over the years of doing how can I say no I can't say doing my best because you know obviously it's with the help of the Lord but doing my best and learning what a good friend is what a godly friend is and how to become one and how to be one so I thank you guys for tuning in be sure to tune in next week and next month for um, our series on Talk About It Tuesday, which would be family. Family is so important. And in honor of Father's Day in June, we'll have my father on as our special guest. So I'm excited for you guys to hear what he has to say because I know it is a, it's an earful. So I pray that you guys have a blessed rest of your week. Remember, God loves you and I do too. See you guys next week.